This is Dragon Talk. Hello and welcome to another edition of Dragon Talk. I'm Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham Sports Association's Football Commentary. And today we look forward to the Eastwood Town FA Cup tie. But firstly, well, some sad news for one of our, our great players, Lee Jones, who throughout, of course, the, the 1990s, and into, of course, the, this current decade as well, was a, a fine striker up front for us. And sadly, he had to retire a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and the injuries finally had to overcome him. He's currently joint manager, of course, of Newey Kevin Druids with Wayne Phillips, another name from our illustrious past and the Brian Flynn. And so I caught up with them to, to ask him about the sad news. We were all very sad to hear that you've had to, to finish playing. It must have been quite a blow to you. Yeah, disappointed, obviously. Uh, I suppose it comes to us all, doesn't it? But uh, I, I, I basically, I did it in March and, and I got back to to being half fit, if you like. I played yeah. played against Lanesley for about 70 minutes and that had no ill effects, really. I was the day after. Uh, and then, obviously, come on and, and did it after about two minutes, which was disappointing. Uh, a substitute the other night, so uh, I have to concentrate on my coaching and my managing now. Well, I was going to say, how are you enjoying that as well? You yeah, enjoying it? I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, uh, something that I've always wanted to do, to be honest, is to go into coaching. Uh, and yeah, it's a bit of an eye opener. Uh, you know, things that you have to deal with. But yeah, I'm sure it'll stand me in good stead for the future. And how how does it work having the two of you as well? Because you know. Yeah, it, I mean, it works very well. I mean, I've always been very good, very good mates with Wayne. Uh, obviously, used to clean his boots at the at the football club many years ago and uh, we were always good mates on and off the pitch and uh, and, it, and it works well I think you know we're, it works so well is because we're two different characters I mean uh, Wayne's more of a how could I say not a teacup thrower but uh, <laughs> he comes in and, and he'll voice his opinion and I'll do the same but we have two different ways of going about it I mean you know I, I, I can give it a rollicking if you like as well but you know I'm more of a, a quieter manager if you like than Wayne so I think that's probably why it works so well. And of course, he's uh, he's still playing, isn't he? So he's... yeah, Wayne's still playing. Yeah, so we obviously have a have a lot of say in who, who plays and who doesn't. So I mean, uh, yeah, he could play in that league. I would think for the next three or four years, Wayne, because he's he's fit enough. So uh, yeah, he's, uh, he'll be involved again hopefully this weekend. Anyway. I think I encourage our listeners to go along and <laughs> take, right. take, take a few matches and then see him as well. In that that, case. That's right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and of course, I mean, Wrexham playing in the FA Cup this this weekend, and God, the FA Cup's got some great memories for you of Wrexham, hasn't it? With the... It does, obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm Wayne also, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The West Ham game obviously yeah. springs to mind. Uh, we both scored in that, and, and probably that was key to to myself uh, getting a move to Liverpool a couple of weeks later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was. Uh, I was just watching it the other day, to be honest, watching the goal, and uh, I, I didn't realise how quick I was. But, uh, <laughs> It's funny how things change, you know, a few injuries and, and, and age, obviously, and I just wish I could be that quick now. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, a, God, watching that goal, I was right level with the goal line, and I couldn't see if it was until it crossed the line, and I remember having an absolute that's right. fit. I was watching it with him, a little lad, I was showing it on him on YouTube. and Yeah, yeah, that's just, right. I was that's what fit. I was watching it the other day, actually, <laughs> on YouTube, yeah, so... But yeah, it's uh, great, great that, I still it? don't think it's going to go in, I don't, every time I watch it, I don't think it's going to go in, but... Oh, I, I couldn't tell because I was level with the line whether it was going right. to go in until you turned away and I thought, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, so it's obviously very good memories, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you couldn't stop coming back as well because, actually, you, you have the record. No one else has had more than four spells at the race course, but you that's had four right, spells. Yeah. So. yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I didn't realise that until the 
until the last time I came back, I actually signed because uh, obviously I signed at the beginning. I come back on loan twice, and then and then re-signed in 2002, I think it was. Yeah. And I did, yeah, I didn't realise at the time that I held a record for for coming back. Uh, obviously, it's 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 you know I've lived here all my life really, and uh, it's it's obviously my, my home crown club and. Yeah. I've got fond memories of, of playing for the club, so yeah, it's, a, it's the first result that I always look out for, uh, as I do with obviously Liverpool and the other teams that I've played for. But yeah, it's uh, and, and it's nice to see. Obviously, Dino's coming and, and doing very well now. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I know Dino from when I was at Liverpool, and, and you know what you'll get now is is massive enthusiasm. Uh, gives a place a lift, and, and obviously he started. Very well, three wins out of three. Yeah, well, you, you can see it's, it's it's such a fresh start. You know, players yeah, exactly. look depressed that, suddenly. Look that's up for what him. he brings in. I mean, obviously, I, I I didn't know to be honest, Brian Little and Martin Foyle. I, I didn't know them as people, and uh, you know, I just got the sense when I when I used to go down to the ground and they were in charge, it was a little bit doom and gloom. Yeah. But uh, as I say, one thing you won't get with Dino is a quiet time. You know, it's he's, he's so enthusiastic, and and he will be. You'll get the best out of all of his players. It must have been because you, you know, because obviously you know you got the club at heart. It must yeah. have been hard to see the results of the last couple of years. It's nice to see him turn yeah, around a bit now. It, it's not nice, obviously. You know, uh, my last spell with the club. You know, we uh, we got a promotion, yeah. and uh, sorry, when I first went back there, I think when I was on loan, we we were relegated. Then we got a promotion the year after, uh, you know, and then through administration, and uh, obviously I left. And then to see him get relegated last year was. You know, it was terrible. Uh, you know, I, I think the size of the club. You know, you just look around the place, the training facilities, the ground. You know, everything's geared to to not only I would say first division football, but for, but for championship football, if you like. And and hopefully Dino can can you know put the foundations back in and and get us back into the football league. Well, so see all of us. Hopefully, these rice and Wrexham can pull themselves back up. First, of course, there's a, an immediate future. There's an FA Cup tie for Wrexham to negotiate. Now, we're in the qualifying rounds of the FA Cup for the first time since the 1920s, and our record in the qualifying rounds isn't terribly good. We've been in the qualifying rounds 33 times, and we've come through it and got into the first round that way three times. Yeah, once every 11 efforts, not that great a record. One game stands in our path against Eastwood Town, but don't for a moment assume that the badges are going to be easy meat. Absolutely not. They're going to put up a hell of a fight on Saturday, and just to prove it and get the lowdown on them, I had a chat with their press officer, Andy Cope. Tell us a bit about Eastwood. What sort of test can we expect on Saturday? Um, well, um, it's a difficult one to call, really. Um, we, on Tuesday night, last Tuesday night, we played Arrogate, who are the uh, second or third place team in the league above us, and we actually played them off the field. Uh, But this was then countered by last Saturday, when we played our very close rivals, and we probably played our worst game of the season. So it's a very difficult one to call, it depends which team turns up on Saturday, really. (laughs) Um, I would like to think it would be uh, a good showing. Um, we have brought some very skillful players this season. Um, so hopefully um, they'll turn up on Saturday. Uh, you, see, you sound, you know, because I've been looking into your best, you, you sound like a, a forward thinking club, and it, it certainly sounds like you're ambitious and you, your target is to try and move upwards and up the ladder as, as quickly as possible. Yes. Um, Robert Young, when he took over last year, uh, basically said that. Um, 
whatever finances were needed to get them into the um, nationwide north within five seasons. Um, sorry, the nationwide premier. Um, sorry, the blue square premier. Yeah. Within uh, five seasons, he would make available. Um, he's thrown a lot of money at the club this season. Uh, he's put all the uh, foundations and um, backroom foundations in place to take the club forward uh, to start generating money um, themselves. Uh, he's invested very heavily in the club itself. Um, we've brought in 15 new players this season, um, including three players from ex-league clubs, which are Andy Todd from Rotherham, uh, Danny Sleeth from Mansfield, and also Ian Holmes, a striker from Mansfield. Um, the other players that he's brought in were identified last season as being the best players in our league. Um, we've uh, apparently the manager drew up a list of 10 players in the close season that he would like to sign. And of those 10 players, he managed to sign nine of them. Oh. So it's quite an impressive list that we've, we've signed. Uh, they've taken a little bit of time to gel. But in the last five or six games, there's been signs that, um, you know, everything's coming together and uh, they're getting to know each other on the field and, you know, they're starting to work as a team. Um, so hopefully they'll keep that going. And you, you get good support as well, because I was looking on your website about the number of coaches that are coming, and it sounds like you'll bring more fans than most uh, you know, Blue Square Premier teams have brought this season to us. Yeah, uh, well, that's another generous uh, side of our, our chairman. Uh, he was so delighted last Tuesday. Um, I don't think anyone would have been able to wipe the smile off his face. <laughs> uh, it really was so wide. But um, the following day, he put an announcement on the website saying that... Um, he was going to provide as many coaches as needed to take anybody who wanted to go to the game free of charge. So at the moment, there's four. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't a fifth one um, booked before the weekend because it was filling up very, very quickly. So hopefully um, we could probably repeat um, the, the crowd that we took down to Exeter for the FA Cup match in 1999 where we took over 500. So it'd be nice to think we'll have a, a crowd like that following us on Saturday. Ah, terrific! That's the. Um, it certainly sounds like you're not, you know. I mean, you know, it, it's certainly not a, a big day out you know, at an end to itself. Then it's it's very much a, a yardstick for you. you need to measure your progress and and look at what you're aiming to be in a couple of years. It sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Um, we looked at that way against Harrogate. Mm. Um, Harrogate are a very very good footballing team. They like to knock the ball around uh, like we do. And um, we thought, you know, if we can show that we can compete against Arrogate, then there's, there isn't much really to fear in the, the league above us. Mm. Um, and in the, the home game uh, last Saturday, uh, it was very, very close. Um, both teams had good chances. Um, as it was, we were a little bit disappointed because although we scored at both of ours from in open play, Arrogate um, scored one from a penalty, which uh, I should say was, was a penalty. We saw it strike somebody's hand. Um, we couldn't tell if it was the, the striker or the defender, but none of our players really appealed for it, so uh, I should say it was the correct decision. And the other goal came from a deflection, so we were a little bit deflated. But on the Tuesday night, we went up to Arrogate and totally played them off the park. Um, 
all right, was helped by the fact that they had a player sent off after five minutes. However, sometimes it's harder to play against 10 men than it is to play against 11. And I'm not sure that they'd have been able to live with us if they'd have kept all 11 players on the pitch. I'll start you on. <laughs> I've been thinking worried enough the last couple of years that anyway without hearing how good you are. I'm getting bothered now. <laughs> I know as well that you've got an affiliation with Derby as well, a softball for Derby, and uh, yeah. so you know, interesting. One of your ex-players is in charge of us now, actually. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to actually hope, well, hopefully meeting up with Dino yeah. on um, on Saturday. Yeah, he was a big hero of mine in the late eighties. Um, quite a funny story, really. Um. I used to live in Eastwood, which is probably 11, 12 miles away from Derby. Yeah. And obviously going into the game, buying a match ticket, having a few points before the game and after the game, and, and then getting uh, taxis back home, it became very expensive. So I actually moved from Eastwood to Derby, um, about which time I sort of, not fell out with the club, but yeah. sort of fell out with um, a football of that level. And um, so I started going back to Eastwood, and now I'm stuck in Eastwood, in, in Derby, <laughs> travelling over to all the Eastwood games. <laughs> so it's a complete role reversal. But um, when Dino was at Derby, it was some of the best times we've ever had. Uh, he, he forged an absolutely fantastic partnership with Paul Goddard. Yeah. And uh, I think at one point, before we sold Paul Goddard, uh, they was one and two in the goal-scoring charts in, in the old first division before the Premiership. And, um, you know, there was on something like, you know, 12 and, and uh, 10 goals between them. Yeah. Um, and then the next player was sort of down at the six mark. Um, they were scoring for fun. Um, you know, they, it was great to, to watch them. They got such great understanding. And um, obviously Dino knew how to uh, put a ball in the back of the net as well. But um, hopefully you haven't got anybody of his stature <laughs> for Saturday. <laughs> But uh, it'd be nice. I I, just, I met up with him a few times when he was at the, at the ground, and uh, it'd be nice to meet up with him again on Saturday if I get the chance. Oh, he's a meanable bloke, you know. He's uh, the mind you, the, the one downside for you, and I, I, I'm certainly not counting any chickens. We, we've pulled off enough cup upsets to know that you can never tell what's going to happen. But um, I think, to be honest with you, before Saunders came in, when Little was manager, certainly by the end of his reign. We were we were cup upset fodder. I tell you, yeah. I'd have been utterly petrified at this game. Now, you know, I mean, it, it, I, now I, I look at it and think, well, since Saunders took over, he's, he's injected a hell of a lot of spark into them. We had three games in the Saunders and won them all. And I, you know, I feel more positive now. Yeah. You know, not not being complacent by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, they they look they look confident now. But under Little, honestly, the last few games under him, it would have been. I'm, I'm quite sure I, I would have put money on you rather than us, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that Dino will bring to, to Wrexham is um, a drive and a determination. Yeah. And um, if anyone's not pulling the weight, I'm sure they'll be straight out the door. Uh, he'll, he'll have the team working, playing hard and, and producing results. Um, I, I can imagine that in, in 10 years' time, he'll be a very, very successful manager. Um, probably not with, you, uh, the, with yourselves by that time. I should think he'll have moved on to to bigger things, but um, I can imagine he's going to make a real success in management. Uh, he's, he's a very approachable guy, and um, that's the only sort of uh, thing that might go against him. I think to be a really, really successful manager, you have to have a bit of a selfish mean streak, and I'm not sure that you know he might be able to sort of um, manage that side of, of the management game, but for everything else, I think he'll be 
hugely successful. And I'd like to think so anyway, because, like I say, he's a big hero of mine. So, you know, um, although I'd like to think that uh, he would also start, though, from the bottom, um, having been put out of the cup by FA, uh, Eastwood Town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I share that totally, but <laughs> nonetheless. Well, a friend of mine said to me today, what do you think, Satney? And I said, well, my head can't get beyond a Wrexham win. But my art tells me that it's the FA Cup and anything's possible. Well, we've got frailties, you know. Um, like I said, I'm, it's it doesn't feel like it because Saunders has been uh, has, has lifted the mood enormously. But it was only three weeks ago that we were honestly we were a joke, and yeah. we would have uh, well, I don't know, seriously, I would I would have I wouldn't have fancied a cup tie against you. I, I you know. Uh, with all due respect, you know, now I see, well, okay, we, we, we're more an even keel. We've we fought out results, you know, and, and come back from behind to win two of the three games. And, you know, there's genuine spirit about them. And he's he's putting square pegs in square holes. He's, and they look organised, whereas under Little, I'm afraid it was a, a fiasco. Um, but you still never know. I mean, we haven't failed. We haven't kept a clean sheet for a very, very long time. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the team that wants it on the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if... Uh, the cup's littered with with stories of teams going there thinking they was going to win, and coming away with you know egg on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at Coventry when they went to Sutton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Newcastle when they went to Hereford. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the cup's just littered with big cup upsets, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure if all the Eastwood fans thought that they was going to go there and and get absolutely beaten six nil, they wouldn't bother. Yeah. You know, um, there's there's a buzz about Eastwood at the moment, um, brought in by obviously uh, the new players, the new signings, the uh, the new forwardness thinking of the, the club. Um, everything's just changed. It's um, we've gone from a club that has been well happy just to sort of plod along, and suddenly along comes Rob. Um, with his entourage, I mean, he's brought a lot of his own people in, um, even down to sort of half-time entertainment. We've never done anything for the kids before. Now they get to go on the pitch with the badgers and, um, you know, run around and take penalties. And, you know, there's, there's something for everybody at the club yeah. now. And the crowds are responding. Um, I read somewhere the statistic that our crowds are up 47% this, this uh, season, oh. which... Um, all right, they're, they're still small in comparison to some clubs, but it's still a phenomenal uh, statistic considering, you know, the level of football that we play. Yeah. And um, uh, Rob's kept the prices the same. Um, you know, when there was perhaps um, a thought that, you know, if we're going to do all these big and wonderful things, prices were going to go up. And he's kept it all the same. Uh, after Saturday's game, he even offered to reimburse anybody that was dissatisfied with the performance, because to be quite frank, um, a lot of the players looked like they got more than one eye on this game. Yeah. Um, there was half-hearted tackles, and it was an absolute sickener because we lost to our nearest rivals. So at work at, at the moment, all I'm getting is, ah, we beat you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, Bob's... Um, Bob's a very successful businessman, and he's a successful businessman for a reason, and that's because he always gets what he wants. So, I certainly wouldn't back against us from being in the um, the uh, Blue Square Premier within 
three years, uh, five years that he wants us to. Oh, sounds like we're well set for Saturday. It's going to be a cracking game, I think, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a rollicking old cup tie on Saturday because we know all about cup upsets. Just talking to Lee Jones, it brings back memories of Arsenal and West Ham. But remember the other side of the coin as well. Straight after pleating Arsenal, we lost at home to Colwyn Bay. So I think we, we ought to know enough about cup ties to know that we need to treat Eastwood with a lot of respect. If we can win on Saturday, we'll equal a club record, though. Dean Saunders will have equaled the best ever start, a record some manager has made. John Neal won his first four games in a row so obviously that's something Dean can achieve this Saturday. So fingers crossed that Dean can make a little bit of history. See how it goes, shall we? I'll join you soon for another Dragon Talk. I'm Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham Supports Association's Football Commentary. This is Dragon Talk.